Hello, everyone, and welcome in. It's Tuesday night, so that means it's another episode of Ileana Stock Car Radio, episode 56 coming at you this week. Big episode coming your way tonight. Uh, obviously, we will keep you guys all up to date on the latest on the region's raceways, latest news and information, but as well tonight, as promised last week, feature on the new Mini Wedge class at the South Bend Motor Speedway. So come back in just a minute, and we'll tell you all about it. Man, three weeks in a row that that's working now. I, th- I think we got the the bugs or the gremlins or whatever figured out, man. Yeah, I think so. We're uh, kind of just about got this figured out. So yeah, I'm so kind of struggling with the sharing part. <laughs> yeah, so now that we say that, I'm sure next week it'll be a struggle and we'll screw something oh, else yeah, up. Of and, course, you know things will just be a dumpster fire. But nonetheless, uh, if you have not been to the show before or seen the show before, uh, I apologize about what you're getting ready to see. But same time, <laughs> Jeremy Vanning alongside Chris Goodacre, owner operator Goodacre Photography. Chris, welcome back for another week, my friend. Yep, with I'm, you know, I'm kind of liking this uh, this weekly thing. We feel like we're we're out there all the time, and we're getting better content, getting better videos, getting better at doing this thing. More practice, right? Yeah, sure. Practice makes well, I would say perfect, <laughs> but Lord knows anything that we're involved with is not going to be perfect. And, uh, hey, we we do our best. Anything a step above a dumpster fire is good for us, and. I mean, I'm okay with that. I mean, considering considering yeah, where, like that. where this show has been in the past. But uh, like we mentioned before, a big episode uh, tonight. Uh, we're going to here in just a moment bring in uh, Doug Fox from the South Bend Motor Speedway. Going to talk all about the brand new mini wedge class at, at the raceway. And uh, it's a good way to get new young racers involved in the sport, especially this summer with not a whole lot going on. Uh, definitely going to be a highlight for those kids. So we're going to talk to him here in just a few minutes. Well, maybe less than that. Yeah, as soon as you're done talking. Yeah, as soon as I'm done rambling on. Uh, and then we're going to uh, update you guys what's happening going on, on around the region raceways. Uh, winners from this past week, scheduling uh, for this upcoming week, a lot going on in the world of racing. So without further ado, let's bring in Doug Fox. And I think he might have another hot shoe racer with him as well. Doug, you got us? I got you. You got me? Oh, yeah, we got you. Well, welcome into the show, man. Appreciate it. Thanks for having me. So, uh, yeah, uh, <laughs> yep, so there's the hot shoe, Evan. Uh, he's tearing it up in the mini wedges over there this season, which uh, what we want to talk with you about tonight. So uh, first thing we kind of want to ask uh, and talk about is how this new class kind of came about at South Bend Motor Speedway uh, um, and, and kind of what your role is with the, with the division. Okay. So really the – this was before my time. The wedges have been around for a while. They were uh, they were actually racing a track down in uh, Akron, Indiana. And at the end of last year, they found out that was not going to happen again this year. Uh, they tried to work with Plymouth, who did add a couple shows for them. And actually, the spearhead of all this was Brian Banta. Um, went to the track and to Tony and um, said, hey, look, we've got this class. You know, maybe it will work. 
maybe these kids move up to a Hornet or a front wheel drive or a street stock. And so would you give us a shot at it? And the track accepted. And so here we are, I don't know, five weeks into a point season and things are going well. Yeah, it looks uh, like things are going real well. My role, my role is a dad, honestly. I know people see me um, helping with lineups and doing some other things. I just want to help just keep the show moving. And and because a lot of the shows have been on Sunday and they don't have a full staff, um, if I can help and with lineups or whatever, just to keep it moving. And that's what I, you know, it doesn't bother me. Right. Yeah. I mean, you see it like Little League and stuff like that. Dad's helping out all the time. So it's just a kind of a different variation of it. Right. 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 Exactly. So kind of tell us a little bit about the cars. Uh, you know, what, what, what kind of chassis they got? What kind of motors are they running? Uh, what, uh, what are some of the specs of that thing? Sure. So the car is pretty much a spec chassis. Um, excuse me, I'm messing my garage if you can see it. Uh, <laughs> the car is a spec chassis. Um, there's rule in the rule book. It tells you pretty much the dimensions of how the car has to be built. Um, the engine is a Predator 212cc Harbor Freight engine. You can buy them for like $100. Um, the only changes, uh, air intake, uh, as far as putting a different filter on, uh, cutting the oil, uh, low oil and you can remove the gas tank, get rid of the, uh, um, the tank there and put, you can put remote or you can run the stock tank. It doesn't matter either way. And, uh, and then you can cut the governor off. And other than that, that's about all there is. And that's honestly what's keeping this class, uh, in my opinion, whether it's the juniors or the seniors competitive, is the engine rule. There is no plan with it. And if you get caught, there are some very strict penalties. Um, unfortunately, it's going to wrap a kid into it, but um, it's on to the parents as far as to do the right thing. Right, yeah. Uh, that's one thing we're going to kind of talk about later, talk about uh, how how these uh, are kept equal so, you know, the kids all have a fair shot and, you know, maybe don't get frustrated because somebody's, you know, running away and stinking up the show. Right, right. Uh, is there any suspension on these things or is it like a go-kart chassis or? Pretty much it is like a go-kart chassis. There is no suspension. Uh, um I don't know how much you can see with how good my video is, but it's solid, uh, solid axle, no suspension. Uh, we did run the uh, Hoosier tires. Um, you know, they've got tie rods in the front, like a regular race car, uh, brake system, the, the gas system, uh, the brakes over here. And so, I mean, it's, in all honesty, they're fairly basic, which is kind of nice um, once you get the, understanding of them i mean you can play with caster camber and do some of that um but it's a fairly basic thing to do right and i kind of talk about safety a little bit we were kind of talking about this on on the air obviously you're you're a dad so obviously don't want him to get hurt or anything so talk about some of the safety that that is in it compared to maybe just racing like a regular go-kart around a road course or something yeah so uh different from a go-kart you can see evan has impact though he has a Kirky seat. His seat's, you know, more of what I'll call the basic seat. Um, <laughs> there's kids that are running full containment seats um, that are probably nicer than what's in my street stock. So, <laughs> I mean, there there are some nice seats that you can get. Um, they're wearing, uh, you know, a fire suit, helmet, 
some have the Hans or whatever neck restraint device. Uh, some roll, run a neck roll. They've got racing gloves and um, some run racing shoes. Some don't as far as fireproof. A lot of that depends on the parent um, just because the engine is in the back. Right. Unlike a race car, obviously. So. Right. So uh, from, from what we've seen so far this season, I've uh, kind of been able to catch up watching some of James Dimmitt's videos. And we kind of talked about this a little bit earlier, man. The competition in these two classes between the junior and senior divisions has been pretty good. Uh, so kind of talk about uh, the class structures a little bit, the you know differences between the juniors and senior divisions, and then just overall the competition. Right. So juniors are five to nine. And then seniors are 10 to 14, you age out at 14. Um, as far as the competition goes, so the senior class has, let me back up. So I'll use uh, Brian Bannon's daughter as an example. She's nine. Technically, she'd be, she should be a junior. She has raced like four years. So he made her move to the senior class because of her experience. So that's kind of taken into effect as well. Um, uh, and besides that, it's kind of a mixed bag. I think the seniors, most of the seniors, except for a couple, have had some type of experience in the past, go-karts, what have you. Um, a couple of the juniors I know have as well. I know uh, Corey Wood's son, uh, Tanner, he ran a, a quarter midget before. Um, and I'm trying to think who else there was in the juniors I was thinking about that that had some experience, and I'm going to brain fart a bit. But, uh, <laughs> but anyway, so – but there's, there's a couple in the juniors. Um, and then the seniors, uh, I think the Verdine kids, they were running some go-karts. Oh, the Brown kids and the juniors. I think they played around some go-karts as well. So um, it's a mixed bag, you know, um, of experience. Right. Yeah, I was going to ask you about that. Uh, are you finding that a lot of these kids do have experience in something else, or is they are they all pretty fresh? Uh, some are fresh, some aren't. Um, it, it's, it's a mixed bag. Like I said, it when it started off, it's funny, I'll tell you. So we ran some practice nights. We did some mock races early on before we ever started the points thing just to try to get, especially the new kids, comfortable on this. Um, but even the, uh, what I'll call seasoned kids, comfortable because most all of them have always ran dirt. They, they've never been on an asphalt track. And so this was a completely different animal for them, the parents, the size of the track. I mean, you can play with gears and, and do some things with that. Uh, most of the carts have some type of attack on them that they're watching RPMs to maybe make a gear change. So um, we did that to start. And so it's, I mean, I don't want to pick on them, but I'm going to use uh, uh, Sadie Hartz as an example. Mm -hmm. You know, when, when this all first started, she was timid and, and uh, under cautions was keeping up was a tough thing for her. And then they worked with her. They took her to practice nights. And about a week after that, she went out there and spanked all the boys' rears and showed them what we lost on the and feature. So, I mean, it just shows as time goes and the kids get more comfortable, they're all getting faster. The competition's getting tough. And so these kids, as you, we look at them as kids, but they got to be on their game if they want to finish up front. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, I was kind of noticing that uh, watching it. And I was, you know, interesting that you mentioned about the kids being timid because, uh, you know, I've seen kids run bandoleros or kid carts, you know, uh, and it's easy for them to kind of just be timid their first few times out. But even just a few weeks in, these kids are, I mean, they're fearless, it seems. Yeah, they are. And I think a lot of it is, is once you kind of maybe get into their head a little bit about, look, you're safe, it's fine. 
I mean, you're strapped in, you know, there's parents around moms or dads or whoever uncles are in the infield close by. Um, there's safety people there, you know, go have fun and, and learn. And, and that's what they're doing. So it, it's enjoyable. Right. Now talk about, you know, some of the kids you've had racing. Uh, we've had Tony on here a couple of times this season. He's, he's highlighted the mini wedges, just the overall sportsmanship and the attitude of the kids uh, that have been racing. seems like it's been uh, definitely a lot better than the adults. <laughs> I'm not going to touch that somewhere, but <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can pick and choose, I guess. Yeah, no, no. What I will say with that is uh, at times, yeah, there's, there's some frustration. It's racing. We all get Right. That. Absolutely. But a lot of the reasons, so we started off and the plan was going to be to run mainly Saturday nights and we ran a couple Sundays and then went to a couple Saturdays or one or whatever. And kids the kids couldn't be kids after the races on saturdays or after their race on saturday so what happens on a sunday when they're the only ones there when they're done racing there well here this past sunday it rained out but here it is raining and there's six kids playing softball in the back of the the pit area <laughs> hitting ball you know batting balls and throwing and catching um a handful of people have got golf carts or atvs or what have you that they bring to ride around to get out on the track and at the end of the night there's usually about 18 kids piled on three of them racing around the pits, playing, joking, having fun. And so on a normal Saturday night, they couldn't enjoy that camaraderie afterwards because it's hectic that, you know, there's five other classes that they have a show to put on. And, mm -hmm. and as parents, we all understand that. But if we want to keep them involved, they can't be, okay, you're done racing. We're loading up and leaving, or you're going to stand by me. And, oh, I want to go see Joey. Well, you can't go see Joey because you can't. You can't run around the pits. Cars are coming in and out. And it is a dangerous place. Right. Um, we're on the Sundays. They can be kids. They do their thing. They get done racing and they all hang out and, and uh, have a good time. So, right. I think, I mean, I, I kind of have this here, but I think even more so, uh, that's a little more important even this year, just because everything that's going on, a lot of stuff is shut down. They don't have that outlet maybe at some other places to go to, you know, the water park or the amusement parks and, some of that other entertainment. So that's a kind of a great way for them to kind of get that energy out. Right. Yeah. Almost definitely. Uh, yeah. I mean, it's great to watch, you know, all of them. It doesn't matter. They could run into each other on the track and then they're back riding golf carts around or hitting a ball around or throwing a football or whatever. And we know how it is when the big kids race. If that happens, it's probably not going to be that nice, but yeah. Um, yeah. That, that, it, that is what I think what Tony means by a breath of fresh air. Um, is that side of it. Right. Absolutely. Uh, in your, in your opinion, obviously as a racer yourself and as a dad, how, how important is a class like this for maybe the future of racing, especially in this area? I think it's huge. Like I said earlier, I, I think the honest, the, the hope out of this is, is we're getting 18, 19 of these a week. Um, we'll just call it for 20 for easy math. If half of these kids decide to go on to a big car, we need that. Um, mm -hmm. I was thinking about this earlier. Go to go to your short, go to your local short track. Walk up to the drivers' meeting and look around and tell me what you think the average age is of drivers. Right. Because they're not young guys. They're guys in their forties plus. Um, yeah, there are some young ones. I'm not taking that away from anybody, but the generation 
of continuing a, a legacy of a name has kind of gone away a little bit. I feel mm-hmm. like in our sport personally, like, right. uh, from what I see around here. So there are some names around the Maynard kids are into it. The Shermie kids are into, it. you know, kids are coming up through that are following in parents and grandparents footsteps, but you can't have three or four families do that. I mean, you need, you need a lot, mm-hmm. right? A lot or, or we're going to be going to the racetrack watching six cars race. That's going to be crappy as old right. men. And we're going to be in the <laughs> So, so big question here. I got to ask. So, does your does your driver help work on the car, or is he just Jeff Gordon that thing? And no, <laughs> no, I uh, I make him help. I, I that's one thing that uh, from the beginning. There's some things he can't do, but um, if he can do it, no, then it's hey, get out here, boy. We got stuff to do. You know, he had a body bent up. Uh, help and get the body panel off and I laid it in the yard and gave him a hammer and I said straighten it out fix it right you know, this isn't this isn't a free ride this isn't a free ride right absolutely definitely think that's also is kind of lacking in the sport today you know, the only young kids out there actually working on their stuff because a lot of them just yeah get to hop in and drive and, and that's that right. so I guess if we could talk to your hot shoe driver here in a minute sure so I heard there was a gambler style event for these guys, and you're the only one that took the gamble, right? No. No. One more, one more did. There was one more in his class that did the double B. Mm-hmm. Oh, the 05. Uh-huh. Yeah. He took it as well. Well, how'd you end up finishing then? Second. Second, I, I I got a question coming in here, and I got to ask you. Your buddy Tony, he wants to know when he's you're, he's going to get your seventy five dollars. <laughs> it's fourteen. All right, Tony, you heard it here. It's fourteen bucks. So, do you have fun racing these cars, bud? Yeah. 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 Think you'll uh, think you'll graduate to a big car one of these days, and and give your dad more problems. One of the street stocks and went on 10. <laughs> well, you heard it here, folks. I, I guess we can just make that prediction now, right? Man, we're breaking all kinds of news. I know. It's just what we do here. <laughs> what's What's the best thing about racing these cars for you? Um, I have fun and... I love passing people. Yeah. That's fun, isn't it? Are you looking forward to racing this weekend? Yeah. And the last question for you, are you going to win? Maybe. Maybe. (laughs) Well, good luck. Thanks. Oh, boy. There's a, there's a lot of young drivers. I, did, I, did, um, I, I have I have kept my street stock. It's not it's still sitting back here, and I did tell him that as soon as he wants to grow up and get taller, I'll put him <laughs> in. So there, I t- I tell you, there's a lot of young drivers that we can't even get those answers out of. So he's already out of the game. 
<laughs> so if anybody wants to get their kids involved in this, how, how do they do it? Um, so there's, there's multiple Facebook pages, um, that you can check out that have used cars for sale. Uh, the first thing I would tell you to do would be to go to Northwest, uh, Indiana mini wedge page. Uh, sorry, I'm swatting mosquitoes. Um, they, uh, go there, like the page, follow it. Uh, the rules are on there. Um, there's a lot of information. I think pretty much about every driver that's been at South Bend this year has a driver bio on there that you can read about these kids, uh, questions that they've answered. Um, so as far as getting into it, you know, there's that route. Uh, I'll be honest. I, I bought mine new um, because I felt like he's seven. So if we go through this and age out and nothing catastrophic happens, if I can get seven years out of a car, then, you know, yeah. it, it may cost me more up front, but <laughs> yeah, in the long run, yeah. it's not bad. So, um, so I bought mine through Badger Chassis. Um, he has a Facebook page as well. Um, and so that's, that's going to be the, the, the best thing for you to do is kind of get on and, and, you know, if, if you can't afford the new one, look for a used one. Um, and if you want to get into it, I hate saying it's expensive because yeah, it depends on, on what you consider expensive. Right. Um, but like I said, if you can get a few years out of it and you look at that money overall spread out. It's, it's not really a horrible thing. Um, the most frustration you'll have is these are kids and guess what they do? They grow. And right. so you're going to get them a helmet and a fire suit and then they're going to outgrow it. And then that's, that'll, that's going to be your biggest battle. Um, the cart itself, everything in the cart, um, it's probably gonna be hard to see, but everything right now, his seats moved probably four inches ahead of the back bar. So there's move, there's room to move that back. The pedals are adjustable. They can slide forward probably three or four inches. So as he grows, we can continue to fit him into this. Um, and, and then, you know, keep him going as he goes without having to update a car all the time. So, right. You know, I mean, people ask dollars. I know it's a big thing. People always say, well, how much is it? Well, how much is it? Well, how much of the work do you want to do? You know, do you just want to buy the chassis and then are you going to put everything on it yourself or, you know, how, how far do you want to go on your end? And so right. that changes all of that number. Yep, absolutely. Uh, so last question coming in from the peanut gallery. So why did Evan pick the number 28? <laughs> um, let me see if he'll answer. Let me see if I can do Why did you pick the number 28? Uh, because my friend Judd, I... <laughs> Um, I know him for a lot of years, and he was my friend. So, so Judd Fielder was always good to him, and, and him and Judd were, Judd sometimes act, uh, he'd act about Evan's age sometimes, so <laughs> he got along real well, so. Uh, him and Jeb were buddies, and so he decided he was going to be 28, and uh, broke my heart. Couldn't keep the 40 <laughs> Well, uh, obviously, we know there's a lot of uh, folks that uh, it takes to put a car on a racetrack and especially kind of help uh, oversee a series. So anybody you'd like to thank before we let you go? 
Yeah, there's a few I'd like to think real quick on a couple different things. So when this all first started, um, Mike Berdine brought up a concern about when the kids come off what I'll call turn four and the wall being there with the carts and, and for safety. And we all know safety is big. He brought that up earlier. And he talked about a softball. So um, he kind of drew up a plan or gave us an idea. And uh, and so, it, it, you know, it wasn't cheap to make. And so we uh, we had asked some people for some help. And so I need to thank uh, Randy Pressler, Crown Trophies, uh, Clyde Milliken, 3-plus Motorsports, Corey Woods, Mike Ferrara, Everett Lentz, and then Ray Bear uh, built the, the wall for us. Um, it's uh, 16 foot long. And then also I need to thank Burke Racing. Tom Burke gave us some old uh, go-kart tires that were put to the back of it. So that made it the softer barrier. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so every race night that wall goes up, it gets chained onto the fence and sits against the concrete wall. It's kind of a safer barrier. Um, and then Randy and Clyde, they've been kicking in different gift cards. We, I mean, I'm not going to make a shameless plug to Subway because I could care less, but Randy went and bought a whole pile of $10 Subway gift cards, and we kind of made it the Subway Hard Charger Award. So every week, uh, you know, the kids are getting top three or getting in each class trophies. Uh, those are sponsored by uh, Mike Ferrara. He sponsored the class, took care of the trophies this year. And then we've got the, what we'll call the Hard Charger Subway Award that Randy kicked in on. And, and last week, Clyde threw in some money on some Badger Buck things. Um, so, yeah, so to those guys, uh, huge thanks for, for looking out on the safety of the kids. Um, I got to thank Chris, uh, Chris Goodacre. I don't know if you know him or not. So he's a that guy, I've heard of that guy a so, couple of times, but, you know. He uh, he did something special for the kids on his, on his website uh, uh, for his photography. And I think if you look, look at quite a few of the pictures, you're going to see uh, some GP stickers on a lot of the carts. Uh, the parents appreciated that. And so uh, we, we appreciate his help helping the kids out for what he did there. Um, so, yeah, I mean, that's, I mean, other than that, I mean, if I'm going to shameless plug my cart, I got to thank Granger Lawnmower, uh, Badger Chassis, Left Turn Graphics, Stellar Performance. And then I got a pile of people real quick that chipped in all kinds of different things would be uh, Matt Clark, Cameron Clark, Dirty D, The Rocket, Rick Humes, uh, Mikey Ferrara, The Thurstons, uh, both of his grandparents, West Fallen Bear, Bull Motorsports, and Left Turn Graphics. So, um, uh, I'm trying to think if I'm missing anybody. Doughboy Racing uh, helped out as well. So, there's been, uh, he's had a lot of support. Um, Evan's been around the track since he was pretty much one. Um, he's been wandering the tracks since he could walk. Um, so everybody kind of just knows him and people are always willing to help. And, and we can't, we can't thank everybody enough for all their help, honestly. Right. Absolutely. Uh, well, we can't thank you enough for uh, taking a few minutes out of your evening, come and talk to us and kind of introducing us to the mini wedge class, uh, South Bend Motor Speedway. And we definitely look forward to watching it grow and prosper going forward. Yeah, we would really appreciate it, honestly, for the opportunity to talk about it. Uh, we're off this week. Uh, actually, Plymouth has a show Sunday, and then we'll be back next Sunday at South Bend, and then off a week following Sunday, and then the Saturday after that's championship points night, and the kids will be back with the big kids on points night. So uh, look forward to seeing the fans come out and check them out. Yep, absolutely. Well, Doug, thanks for uh, stopping by tonight, and uh, hopefully we'll catch you at the track soon. Thank you, guys. Appreciate it. Thank you.
All right, that was Doug Fox, everybody, from the South Bend Motor Speedway. Um, that was our local racing spotlight on the South Bend Mini Wedges, presented by S4 Motorsports Marketing. You can find S4 Motorsports on Facebook and Instagram to see how they can get your small business's message out front with on and off the track motorsports marketing opportunities. So a uh, cool thing they're doing out there to Spouseman Motor Speedway. And uh, like I kind of mentioned a few times, I watched some of the videos Dimmitt's put up on those guys. And uh, I, I don't know how many times I kind of laughed and giggled and just and thoroughly was entertained mm -hmm. by just seeing those kids. I mean, they, they just get after it. Yeah, they do. Uh, actually, they they just poured some new concrete down on the front stretch of South Bend because where where their turns, I guess, uh, two and three would be is down kind of where it's rough and hasn't really been attended to because nobody goes down there. So now that they got active racing going on, they, they re-poured that concrete. I was kind of disappointed I get, didn't get to see them race on it this weekend because they were, the uh, last couple of weeks, you know, they were coming flying around turn two and, you know, full on Watkins Glen wheel hopping. Yeah, yeah, I've I you know saw the wheel hopping, guys dipping tires off, and mm -hmm. it was uh, it was thoroughly entertaining, man. I I tell you, and I kind of made the mention to him. I've I've seen kids run kid carts and bandos and stuff, and just be mm -hmm. timid. Uh, it seems like we're at the point where these kids are not timid; they're not shy at all. They, I mean, they they yeah, go with at stake, man. Was, they um, a couple weeks ago we had one almost go over. He was coming around the corner too fast uh and the the rest of that race and i think the next race he was kind of laying off but by by the feature time he was back on it yeah kind of takes me back to some of my kart racing days and uh, definitely enjoyed watching them and we'll look forward to seeing these kids and watching them in the future and uh who knows maybe for too long maybe we'll see these guys in a hornet or uh you know a, a mm -hmm. front wheel drive uh, making that uh transition and keeping the sport going healthy and strong in the future yep so I think uh, we'll move on. We had a lot of racing action this past weekend. Uh, so let's move on to our weekly winner's circle segment presented by Dammit Dimmit Race Videos. Dammit Dimmit Race Videos provide quality racing videos from the Grundy County Speedway and the South Bend Motor Speedway. You can watch all their videos on Dammit Dimmit Race Videos' YouTube page. Also follow them on Facebook for the latest news and information on their schedule and the video posting. So let's start. The Grundy County Speedway from this past Friday, the 17th, with our feature winners. Uh, like a broken record, Eddie Hoffman taking the super late model win. Although uh, I have it on good authority that he had uh, had a blue and black 33 car on his rear bumper just about that entire feature. Uh, so shout out to the S4 Motorsports guys for the second place finish there. Uh, Kevin Murphy took your mid-am feature, Eddie Lugui. Uh, street stock feature, Trevor Sterrick, Pure Stocks, and Connor Kozowski took your Super Cup feature there on Friday night. Moving on to the South Bend Motor Speedway, Charlie Hanna took the Outlaw Late Model feature win. And Chris, pretty cool story here uh, with Charlie Hanna. It was last year, I believe, he had a pretty devastating wreck coming off turn two into the backstretch wall there. Obviously destroyed the car, left him with some nagging injuries. Uh, he kind of talked about on his Facebook post uh, after Saturday. Did a pretty cool thing. Uh, after he won the race, he went over to that uh, kind of transition between the turn two and backstretch wall over there and autographed it. Kind of a uh, you know stamp of uh, I'm I'm back and I've mm -hmm. kind of conquered my demons, so to speak. So that was kind of cool to see uh, him do that and pick up the win there, kind of get that sweet redemption. Yeah, uh, kudos to a Ricky Klein for catching onto that real quick and running out there to get the shot. Yeah, uh, obviously Ricky with Kryptonite Photography does a great job, and he was all over that one. So uh, kudos go out to him. 
Uh, Ronnie Maynard Jr. picking up Sportsman Late Model A feature. Danny Brown Jr. in the Street Stock feature. Joe Merrow, Front Wheel Drives. And Brendan Davis took the Hornet A feature at the South Bend Motor Speedway. We'll transition over to the Shady Hill Speedway from this past Saturday. Nick Allen, former guest on the show, took the UMP Modified feature. Uh, Torin Matil, hopefully I said that right. The Pro Late Model feature win, Ron Wilkes. A stock car feature win. I think that was stock their uh, lucky seven stock car race number three, I believe. I believe so, yeah. Uh, Skylar Antonelli took the four banger uh, feature, and Phil Gerlach with the iMod feature win. Uh, on the Plymouth Speedway, they had the uh, flat track motorcycles this past weekend there, so no standard stock car event this past weekend. A lot of racing, a lot of uh, a lot of action going on at the racetracks this oh, past yeah. weekend. Yeah, we would have had some uh, some mini wedge to throw on there for South Bend on Sunday, but uh, man, it just had one of those marathon rain sessions. Yeah, uh, I know it did that here too. Uh, just it didn't wasn't really expecting that much rain. It uh, you know said it was going to kind of come in and blow out, and it mm. stayed here for most of the day. Made kind of for a lazy Sunday around here. Uh, which definitely is not uh, unappreciated at times, especially how, how busy things have been around here lately. So uh, checking back in from Doug Fox, he uh, totally forgot Kenny Esmont sponsored the winner's gift cards to Dairy Queen. Kids and Dairy Queen, I mean, how can you go wrong there? So so get that shout out in for you, Doug. So just as there was a lot of racing last weekend, there's a lot of racing coming up. Oh, good God, yeah. This weekend, a lot of stuff going on. So let's start with, the Grundy County Speedway for this Friday night, July 24th. Uh, they're having their 50 years in racing celebration. Uh, so it's going to be twin 25 lap features in all divisions. Mm-hmm. Uh, you'll be running late models, mid amps, street stocks, and pure stocks. Uh, with a twin 25 lap features, Chris, I'm not sure uh, how heat races or anything are going to work. Um, I, sure believe, if- I believe the talk was no heats. I don't know if they've... Uh solidified that yet or not i guess we'll find out on friday when i show up yeah there you go uh plymouth speedway on saturday night if you want to go dirt track racing uh this saturday july 25th they'll be having their standard show ump modified super streets thunderstocks and 600 sprints now if you would like to go out to the plymouth speedway this weekend either as a competitor or as a fan you will have to wear a mask. Uh, their county has a uh, mask mandate now in effect, and that does apply to the Plymouth Speedway. Uh, so in instances where you're outdoors and you cannot socially distance from anyone for over six feet, uh, I think you're required to wear a mask. That mandate came out just a few hours ago uh, from the Plymouth Speedway. So uh, I, I have a hunch, Chris, we're probably going to be seeing this. Yeah, for, uh, it, seems, uh, it seems like Indiana's kind of headed that direction. I know uh, Lake County and LaPorte County, both surrounding us, uh, yeah, are all like full on mask now. Yeah, sure. Uh, Porter County, where I'm at, will be quick to follow. So it's just that's, I guess, that's just the way it is right now. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, we'll I hope I don't know, I'm just not sure if Tony's still here or not, but uh, you know, maybe he can speak to if you know, South Bend's under any kind of ordinance like that as well, mandates as well. Uh, so that way we can kind of get ahead of the game. I've been a more breaking news here, I'm sure, because I hadn't <laughs> uh, anything posted uh, as of the start of the show a little over a half hour ago. Um, but so know that that is out there, like it or not, it is what it is. If we want to keep racing, it's it's something we got to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we, we've all got our feelings on the whole mask thing and, and, and all this stuff, but, uh, no matter what 
what your uh, thoughts and feelings on it are. We all love racing. We all want to be able to keep doing it, since, especially since there's not much else to do right. uh, on the weekends for entertainment. So uh, do your part and uh, don't ruin it for the rest of us. And, uh, you know, I guess mask up, you know, that, that's all I can say. If you're going out to the Plymouth Speedway uh, this Saturday night, or if you want to go out uh, to the South Bend Motor Speedway this Saturday night, huge event coming up. Uh, and Tony says right now, not at this time, but uh, they are going to be practicing the social distancing. Uh, so practice that when and where you can. Uh, again, if you're more comfortable wearing a mask, I'm sure that, you know, they'd be all for that as well. Um, but, uh, no mandates as of right now, but, uh, you can check the South Bend motor speedway Facebook page, uh, obviously for more updates on that. If, if anything changes with the next few days, but as we mentioned, huge event coming up, the Jim Blount Memorial, it's $5,016 to win the outlaw late model feature. I mean, that's big money. That, yeah, that's, that's a lot. And Chris, I know you had that number. How many laps is that feature? Uh, 116. So we got a lot of money and a lot of laps. A lot of money, a lot of laps, a lot of stuff going on. But that is a lot of racing. Uh, and that's a lot of money, man. Mm. I, I can only imagine that is going to draw in quite the car count. Uh, obviously, especially with some other tracks. I we're, we're getting the car count without the money. Yeah, especially, I mean, places in Michigan, they're not, uh, not able to race yet. Uh, maybe other places, other counties around here in Indiana, maybe not able to race just yet. Uh, so I can imagine that the car count is going to be huge for that one. Uh, so if definitely if you're a fan of the Outlaw Late Models, get your backside, trackside to South Bend Motor Speedway this Saturday, July 25th. They'll also be running the Sportsman Late Models, Street Stocks, Front Wheel Drives, and the Hornets. Uh, Tony's saying 155 cars in the pits at South Bend Motor Speedway last week. So they're still out there, man. They're thinking, uh, he said 175 possibly this week. So that's a lot of cars. Oh, God, yeah. A lot of racing. So uh, definitely get your money's worth if you're going out to the South Bend Motor Speedway this Saturday, July 25th. Yeah, uh, while, while we're on the subject, I don't mean to interrupt you. I, you know, I got to shout out South Bend Motor Speedway. They had 155 cars last week and we were done at 1027. I heard. Uh, I heard that uh, it was an early night and you were running them through, man. So definitely kudos to the track staff and the drivers. Obviously, you got to kind of keep it clean to, uh, to, uh, get out that quickly. So uh, shout out to the driver, shout out to the crew and everybody at the track. And uh, while, while we're still on South Bend. Uh, yes. Uh, I would be remiss if I didn't mention the uh, fan photo contest going on through uh, kryptonite photography. So uh, Ricky's down here in the comments. He's uh, put a video out on the fans of South Bend page, uh, I believe over the weekend, kind of laying out how to get your photo submitted, what the prizes are going to be, what categories we got going on. Um, I believe the cutoff for that is noon on Saturday, right, Ricky? Uh, to get your photo submitted to Kryptonite Photography so we can keep it all together and not lose any pictures out in the ether of Facebook's, uh, uh, what's the word I'm looking for here, algorithm that doesn't necess necessarily show you everything you want to see. I didn't know if you were going to go with censorship, but either way, that's... Uh, <laughs> I, I was going that's algorithm. A, that's a different conversation, I guess, for a different forum. But, you know, nonetheless, so... Uh, <laughs> So yeah, check that out. Kryptonite Photography, uh, fans of South Bend Motor Speedway Facebook page for more information. If Ricky, Ricky's got any, I'm sure he'll throw it in the chat here and we'll put it up on the screen. Uh, but it's a really cool thing that him and the rest of the photographers are doing out there. Uh, so awesome, awesome stuff. So yes, noon on Saturday for all that stuff. So yeah, check out the fans of South Bend Motor Speedway page. If that's, you remember. that's noon crazy fast forward time. Not so be 11 o'clock regular our people time. Yeah, 11 normal time over here. And so noon fast time. <laughs> Uh, so you have that. So yeah, again, check 
Check out Kryptonite Photography, their page, and the uh, fans of South Bend Motor Speedway page for more information on that. Uh, wrapping up schedule for this upcoming weekend, Saturday, July 5th. Move back over to the dirt side of things. Shady Hill Speedway, they'll be running the $1,000 to win pro late model special. Also have modifieds, bombers, iMods, and the four bangers on tap. So a lot of action, a lot of racing coming up. Uh, I mean, it's almost August. It's crazy, yeah. to think, crazy to think that it's almost August. So um, Yeah, it feels like we just barely got started. I mean, when we got started, it was like, oh, we're, we're like mid-season right now. But yeah, now it feels like we're two or three weeks in and it's already August. Yeah, so it's going. It's going fast. And uh, gosh, I think the snow's going to be flying before we know it. But uh, uh, don't say that. It's 2020. Anything could happen. That's true. So it could snow tomorrow. <laughs> um, with that being said. Uh, so, yeah, this season's going by. So uh, if you, if you want to get to the track, you better do so. I'm sure uh, these tracks that are out there will be happy to have you uh, mm-hmm. in, the, in the grandstands or in the pits, wherever you choose to be. So uh, as long as you're six feet away. Yeah, as long as you're six feet apart and keeping your distance and doing your thing and and I'm masking up a Plymouth. Yeah, absolutely. So, uh, that being said, any final thoughts this evening, Chris? Before we round out some of our um, s- supporters, you know, I I not really got anything. I <laughs> I'm kind of, I'm not gonna say I'm like raced out, but I'm kind of raced out. Well, yeah, I understand. You could use probably a good a good rain out weekend, couldn't you? I mean, get caught up a little bit. Yeah, you know, um, I think late last season I was talking to Tony about that, about normally late July, early August, we get a weekend where it rains and I can get caught up. And and he was actually kind enough to build one into the schedule this year before we totally <laughs> threw everything in the schedule away. Before you crumbled it up and just started over. But uh, yeah. obviously we, we don't. We're not advocating for rainouts. We don't want rainouts. Uh, we want race in action and uh, everybody right. be out on track, having a good time, giving us stuff to talk about and. Chris wants stuff to photograph and mm-hmm. and uh, and all that good stuff. So that sounds uh, like a segue right there. Uh, it does. Well, it, it kind of is. Uh, I guess in a way. Um, yeah, go ahead. Good, good acre photography. All right. They're so so yeah, the show. that was a good. I, that's too good of a segue to pass <laughs> off. So I'll give it to you. I'll do my own promo this week. Yeah, so yeah, Good Acre right Photography. Here. You can find us at goodacrephotography.com uh, on Facebook and Instagram. As soon as I start posting to Instagram again, which I say every week, and then. That's promptly forget to yeah. do yeah you and me both we're good um you know this week we got uh, grundy and shady hill already uploaded on the website at goodacrephotography.com slash grundy and goodacrephotography.com slash shady hill um south bend i'm finishing up tonight should be should be live tomorrow morning i believe as long as everything goes right overnight with the upload and then the mini wedges like doug uh, mentioned i've got uh, my dollar download program that I normally have for all three tracks, I'm giving those out for free for the mini wedge class. So uh, if you're associated with the mini wedges and you haven't found that yet, yet you're at goodacrephotography.com slash N-I-M-W because Northern Indiana mini wedges is a lot of letters. Well, you know, got to keep it simple, you know. Exactly. Oh, I, I, I got to do one thing, right? I like it. Simple as simple as good. Simple as good. I uh, also want to thank uh, International Women's Motorsports Association, the IWMANation.com, International Women's Motorsports uh, Association on Facebook and on Instagram. Go ahead and check out uh, what the women at motorsports are up to uh, over there. Uh, Left Turn Graphics, uh, go check them out uh, mid-season. Maybe you uh, need some numbers replaced or some sponsor logos replaced for some good hard charge and action on the racetrack. Uh, or maybe you're thinking about uh, season-ending sponsor thank yous. They got uh, all kinds of, of products that uh, that are kind of at their disposal to customize. So go check them out. Left Turn Graphics, and then uh, Driving DJ and the Driving DJ Network. I know uh, he's still 
still plugging away and and uh, promoting iRaces on that platform and on that channel. So go check him out over that way. And uh, you can check out his Teespring store for uh, Weltmeyer Racing Apparel and Driving DJ Network Apparel. So go check that out as well. Um, as far as us here, Ileana Stock Car Radio, you can find us on Facebook, obviously. If you're watching us on <laughs> Facebook, we're obviously on Facebook. And if you were watching us and you haven't liked your liked this page and, and followed it, why not? Yeah, now is a perfect no, opportunity. Now is a perfect time. Please. I'm not going to get down on my knees and beg. But please just go ahead and <laughs> I think like you might our, be off camera at that point. Yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah, I'd be out of the shot. It just wouldn't be good. And, and <laughs> nobody really wants to be subjected to that. So uh, go ahead and like our page, follow our page, uh, click the bells and whistles and whatnot to get notified when we go live every Tuesday here on the show. Also find us at Instagram, like Chris says, every week. We'll eventually post on there sometime, eventually, but we're there. So uh, you can like us, and every time we we actually do post, we'll be there. Uh, (laughs) This uh, is dual streaming on our YouTube page as well. If you have a family member or friend or a fellow racer or something that – Wants to watch us but doesn't have access to Facebook, which I can't say that I blame them at this point because social <laughs> media can sometimes be the devil. Uh, go ahead and, and and like our YouTube page. And again, hit the bells uh, so that way they'll get notified when we go live. Last thing I want to hit you with, uh, I'm sure if you've seen the advertisements for uh, Dale Jr.'s new Lost Speedway show on Peacock Network, a uh, new streaming platform from uh, NBC and Comcast. Chris, have you seen previews for that? I have not, but I am aware of its existence, and I knew that it was going to happen at some point. Yeah, uh, I have not downloaded it and had a chance to watch it yet. Uh, it's definitely on the list of things to do. Uh, but last, I think it was Friday, they were doing a live stream on the Dirty Mo. That's Dale Jr.'s YouTube page. Uh, and it was a couple of his folks, Matthew Dillner, whose brother's Bob Dillner. They started Speed 51. Uh, Matthew is a producer at Dirty Mo Media. He's worked for NASCAR and doing video production and stuff for quite a while. Uh, he's got a passion for Lost Speedways along with Dale Jr., which is how they got hooked up to do the show. And then Dale Jr. PR guy, uh, Mike Davis. So they were doing a Q&A kind of about the show, uh, kind of just telling stories from the production and, and some of the tracks they visited and stuff. And towards the end, they kind of had a Q&A, and uh, they were going to task Matthew's uh, Lost Speedway knowledge because he has a like map with pins and everything mm-hmm. about all the Lost Speedways that they've kind of identified. Uh, so, you know, I'm watching this my lunch hour or whatever, and I type in Ileana Motor Speedway in the chat. You know, usually there's so many people commenting, so many people mm-hmm. chatting that they never, you know, you never really get mentioned, right? Oh, we did. You know, so we got the Ileana Motor Speedway plug, and obviously Matthew knew all about it. Uh, obviously, it's a place that's steeped in Midwest racing history with Dick Trickle and Joe Shear and uh, uh, information like that. And I think one of the uh, one of their people that's kind of helped them do some of the research, some of the lost speedways, is up in this area. Let's see if I can find his name. Oh. Uh, that might help me out. My uh, uh, Bobby Marcos. Uh, kind of a local guy that's uh, has helped them do some of the research mm-hmm. in the local speedways. And uh, uh, Matthew mentioned that they have a uh, media project coming out on the Ileana Motor Speedway here pretty oh. soon. So, uh, all right. So we are so, breaking news. Well, that's just kind of, that's just, uh, you can go back to the Dirty Mo Media Facebook uh, or YouTube page rather and watch that live stream from last Friday, get more information about that. But, Sounds uh, like a good thing to do here in a couple minutes and we're done. Yeah. So uh, I'd say that that stream was like an hour and a half. We're kind of towards the end where we kind of got mentioned uh, uh, there. But uh, obviously, if that's the case and it's a feature that'll be coming out soon from uh, that Bobby Marcos and if he's someone that does a local racing history, uh, obviously somebody we would uh, like to have on our show at some point. So uh, maybe we can make that happen and kind of keep our 
our eyes and ears peeled for all that. Because obviously, mm-hmm. uh, one thing we want to do here at Alien Stock Car Radio is promote the uh, history of Alien Speedway, right? So yep. uh, keep that memory living on. So with that being said, I want to thank everybody for tuning in this evening. I want to thank Doug and uh, his hot shoe driver, Evan Fox, for coming on the show tonight and talking about the South Bend Motor Speedway Mini Wedge Class. Uh, if you haven't had a chance to check them out, uh, make sure you get your backside track side of the South Bend Motor Speedway. You can find all the information about that class and about their schedule on the South Bend Motor Speedway Facebook page. Uh, as you mentioned, they're going to be running the Plymouth Speedway, I think, this Sunday. So uh, check all the uh, appropriate pages for all that information. Again, thank everybody for tuning in this evening, and uh, we will look forward to seeing you guys next time here on Ileana Stock Car Radio. <laughs>